today we have another super special guest. Today we have a Disney annual pass holder turned cast member. Today we have Joel. Hi, Joel. How are you today? Hi, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. How are you? I'm so good too. Oh, I'm, we, we chatted a bit and we're just already like gushing theme parks and Disney and Universal. And mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited to talk to you and for them to hear your most magical moment. Um, mm-hmm. Would you actually like to give us a little teaser of what your story you're talking about today? Yeah, I have always loved Disney growing up over the years. And then when I moved here several years ago, I've just been going to the parks. I was a pass holder for a while. And then I got the chance to work at Disney. And in early 2018, I was working at the Contemporary Resort for a little bit. And then I got the chance to switch over to entertainment. How many um, auditions did you go to? Oh, my goodness. Maybe 40 or 50. That is impressive. (laughs) So I totally forgot to mention to you guys, Joel has a very special sister. Do you want to share who she is? Yes. Oh, my gosh. My sister's Monica. She was a performer at Disney for a little bit. She got to hang out with her friends, Moana and Pocahontas. She got to do a lot of fun stuff at Disney. I got to live my dreams through her for quite a little bit. So I'm grateful that. I got to see the magic through her eyes. <laughs> yes. And then you kind of followed in her footsteps and worked mm-hmm. in it. You guys, so you guys would went to auditions together, correct? Oh, yes. For a hot minute. We definitely auditioned together for a long time. And then it finally happened for her. And I just mm-hmm. kind of followed along. <laughs> that is amazing. And like you said, 44 auditions or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like those that are going to auditions, because I've been a few myself back years ago. They are fun. They're awesome. There's, it's very intimidating seeing 300-something people all in this one room trying to get the same thing that you want. And, you know, you do get a little discouraged, but the fact that you guys did get it after 44 times, like, mm-hmm. you guys don't give up on your dreams for real. 100%. Also, yeah. And I just looked, and Monica's episode is episode 33. So if you guys want to go back and listen to her episode as well, after listening to this one, totally recommend it. Um, but Joel, would you like to give us a little teaser of what your story is about today, that the magical moment you'll be sharing with us? To I, got the, I was given the chance to help bring to life some puppets over at Animal Kingdom during the Christmas season. And so many beautiful, magical moments got to happen over at the Merry Menagerie at the front of the Tree of Life. I got to work with some penguins and some baby polar bears. And so many things happened in Christmas of 2019. And to this day, that magic still lives on in my heart. Um, but that oh. specific moment is when I got the chance to be a part of the Disney Christmas Parade in 2019. <laughs> Yes, and we're going to deep dive all into that mm-hmm. in a little bit. But before we do, we want to get to know you a little more. Yeah. So the question I ask everybody is, why do you love Disney? My heart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, a easy question, but it's a hard question at the same time. <laughs> I know. I Growing up, I, was, oh, I always loved Disney in general. I remember going to the theme park, to Disney World, for the first time in 2004 and being so obsessed and being so enthralled I remember leaving going home back to California back when we lived there and 
I would like look at my brochures in my room every like probably every day I'd be like I cannot wait to go back I can't wait to go back (laughs) the parks have always been so special to me I love the rides I would watch the travel channel and just wait for the Disney specials every every year oh my god yes I'm remembering all of this right now like I would be in my room and like top 10 rides at Florida whatever and like I would just wait for Disney all the time Okay, mm-hmm. I, I have a specific question to ask you because we're about the same age. We're like a year or two apart. Yeah. Um, did you watch specifically the Travel Channel or Spotlight on Animal Kingdom where they talked about Expedition Everest? <gasps> Do you remember I think that? I did. This was a long time ago. Yes, like VHS recorded tapes of it, <laughs> and they talked about like the Yeti, and it was behind this mm-hmm. thing and this tarp, so you couldn't really see it. And they talked about like getting all the artifacts around yes okay yes. okay that's so crazy yes <laughs> it's 100 because when i went to the parks in 2004 like that was kind of like i remember going to animal kingdom and they were still building it at that point it was behind a big yes. wall and so i remember coming home and seeing that 100 oh my god <laughs> Okay, because I've never like heard anybody out of all these interviews I've done. I've done almost seventy at this point of mm-hmm. recording. No one's mentioned those, and I'm like, am I the only one that like <laughs> would rewatch it? And my parents like recorded it on VHS, so I could just pop it in and play it and have all the commercials and stuff. <gasps> that, that I don't know why that makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I loved. Oh but yes. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. I watched <laughs> all of those growing up. One hundred percent. I I just. Where was I? Oh, talking about the parks. My love for the parks. Yes. 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 (laughs) I just remember just wanting to move here. And so when we did move here, when we were thinking where to like move to next, they were like Florida because my family is a group of golfers and I had quit golfing at that point. But I was like, Disney World is there. I'm down to move there. We moved down to Orlando and I got annual passes. My sister started working here and I just remember, oh my God, I posted a Snapchat one day, I think a month after getting my annual pass. And I had gone so often, I think every day at this point. And I just remember like crying in the middle of like, in like, where I think I was in Liberty Square, maybe like mm-hmm. not far from Haunted Mansion. And I just like, I started crying. I was like, all I've wanted growing up was just to live next to Disney and go here all the time. And I just like lost it. I was like, I'm here. I'm having fun at the parks every day. <laughs> it's like your childhood self is coming through and is like, mm-hmm. you're realizing that this is reality for you living in this fantasy world. It's reality living in fantasy world. Exactly. It's, oh, that's so magical. Yeah. And and so your love of Disney grew mm-hmm. and stuff. Just being at the parks all the time. And I mean, I grew up loving the movies too. Um, and then just wanting to be a part of the magic, you know, auditioning and applying for a different job just so I can be a part of it um but yeah that's pretty much why I just I love the park so much (laughs) yes and you're also over at the other park which on this podcast we love both of the parks Mm -hmm. universal as well Mm -hmm. and can do you want to share with us what you do over there oh yes of course always always I've been working at Universal Studios since 2016 so it's been a few years now Ah. Mm mm-hmm and I have been a scare actor over there for Halloween Horror Nights since then. Gosh, mm-hmm. how fun is that? Okay, any advice for anybody that would be looking to audition to be a scare actor? May or may not be myself <laughs> asking this advice, but, you know, I bet other people want to know, too. Exactly. You know, the audition process for Horror Nights is 
about fitting the 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 look they need you know usually over mm-hmm. a thousand performers of various body types various height ranges um, mm-hmm. a lot of it sometimes comes down to availability you know if you have open availability um, if you can come in certain times like if you, I think the earliest in time to work there's like 4 30 or five o'clock so like if you're able to do that five days a week you can ask for a couple days off of course but um, honestly, Horror Nights usually casts and needs a lot of people. So just show up and audition. I know that, I hope that they make another open call for it soon. Um, yes. Working the event is the most therapeutic thing because you oh. can come in so exhausted and then you scare people. You let out so much of your energy uh-huh. and like frustration on life and you're just like, you scare people and it's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm not one to do horror nights. Um, mm-hmm. In Hollywood, there is the Walking Dead attraction that's like three minutes long, but it's essentially a scare zone. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 when I get scared, I fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not very okay good 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 so you're you're in the same boat as i am where i would rather be the one scaring people than getting scared because i just i just can't handle it <laughs> like 100 percent. what's funny is when i started when i got it in 2016 i was too afraid to walk i walked through the houses and i was traumatized and i was like oh my god i'm gonna work this event i can't do this i'm so scared i can't <laughs> and then i finally i was a reserve that year so i got to do different roles that season um, so I remember my first that year, 2016, I was working. My first night was at the Walking Dead house. And I remember mm-hmm. being backstage and we shared the same break room as the Exorcist house and American oh, Horror gosh. Story. Mm-hmm. So oh, like, I love American Horror Story. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. So I just remember passing by like 10 different girls in full makeup and prosthetics. And like they're talking about their boyfriends and they're complaining about life and they're going to the bathroom and I was like maybe I'm not as terrified as I thought I was but it's <laughs> I love that it makes it a sense of normal normal yes I don't know what the word I'm trying to say it makes it normal just seeing them be casual and whatnot instead of like it, it kind of breaks that barrier yes exactly <laughs> and the fact that I'm scared and I'm scaring people it's it's such a weird dynamic but I've always been afraid of Halloween. I've always been scared. Now I love Halloween. Ever since I worked Horror Nights, I was like, I love this event. I love Halloween. Um, But yeah, getting to work, it has helped me like lessen my fear. Like I think last year was the first year, 2019. After three years, I was able to walk through a house by myself. It took three years. (laughs) (gasps) You go through and you're like, oh, hey, you you know, everybody working there. You're like, oh, hey, John. What's yeah. up, Sarah? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And it's the best thing. Once you know a few people, it's less scary. And you just, you're waiting for them. And next thing you know, you're just, you're vibing and you're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to have to bring you on for another Horror Nights episode because I bet you have amazing stories of scaring the crap out of people. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, please. I'm so down for that. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Okay. Back to the regularly scheduled questions. Um, which... <laughs> Disney and Universal Parks have you visited? Oh, let's see. So I've been to all four at Disney World, of course, both water parks. I've been to Universal Studios here and Islands of Adventure and Volcano Bay, of course. Oh, I haven't made it over to Volcano <gasps> Bay sometime soon. I'm very hopeful one day soon. I feel 100% you have to. It's probably one of the best in Orlando, honestly. It's so oh, good. So good. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I've also been to Disneyland, of course. 
yes. and Universal and Universal Studios Hollywood. And I think that's about it. I think that's all they've gone to so far. I although I will say my sister and I were extras for the Despicable Me ride. They had to sit down. They took video of everyone, and that footage I believe is in Japan. I think of Universal. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's not even used here, but I think they used they sent it over to a uh, um, a park abroad, and so like I need to make my way over and see if I made it into that footage. Yes, you could be like I've been to Japan Universal, yeah. but not actually yeah. been to Japan Universal. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Okay, yes, we'll definitely need an update for sure. Um, okay, so here's a deep question. Take mm-hmm. your time. Yeah. Not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you're the most similar to? I'm trying to think of all the many different characters. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking of every animal I'm thinking of. <laughs> Yes, sidekicks, characters, mm-hmm. main characters. Even you can go into Marvel, Star Wars. I know that might make it harder, but like, <laughs> the there's a lot to choose from. There is. I love this. You know what? I, I've always loved. I, I even hate saying this because I feel like I've said this so much. I love Aladdin in general. Yeah, I've just always had such a connection to this character, just being like a street rat and. not being able to see you know just not realizing who you are or like your worth and like kind of real like it takes a bit of work to kind of see like oh this is the kind of person I'm capable of being like when he becomes a prince it's just like oh like he can be that kind of a person he does have a big heart he Mm -hmm. he can like he's he has such a good heart but I don't know he he definitely portrays like this I'm not perfect kind of character at the beginning because he's stealing and he's not necessarily good, but he gives the bread off to the children and he is a good person, you know? So I feel like I identify with that ideology so much, you know? Would you say that you are charming and charismatic like him? I try to be. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because he's very charming, charismatic, like very like cool but also has his moments of like i don't know what to say what do i do Correct. And oh like, my god be yourself yeah oh my god yes 100 percent. i <laughs> i don't think i'm as charming as aladdin is but i feel like i am as oh. i feel if anything as kind as he is hopefully as good-hearted oh, yes and you seem to have very similar energies and this sounds very woohoo but like <laughs> you have the same um like outgoing person i mean we haven't met in person yet mm-hmm. but i i feel like you um, like are p- very passionate about the things that you like and there's just a joy to it which I feel like Aladdin does so kind of so has sweet. like a happy way of life for sure that's so sweet thank you I appreciate that of course <laughs> I feel like instead of like a fortune teller I should be like all right your Disney character <laughs> yeah <laughs> like spend a little time with them and see like okay this is what I think this is who you are um, <laughs> awesome awesome that. okay my next question is, um, if you were walking around the parks, which character would you drop everything for and run to? Now, it doesn't have to be a normal character that walks around. It could be literally any character. You know, if I could see Moana again, <laughs> oh, yes, that's pretty much it. I would be set if I could see. Oh, wait, sorry. Raya. If I could see Raya. <gasps> Oh yes! If I, oh my gosh! 
yes, I would lose my mind, which I already did the first time when my sister did it. I did lose my mind and I still do whenever she like puts on the costume for photos or whatever. I'm just like, oh, my God. It's Raya in real life. Like, no joke, when I saw her video, which we, again, shouting back to episode 33, if you guys go back and listen to it, she talks all about that. Mm -hmm. She looked as if they were doing a live action Raya. She looked exactly and perfectly like her. Like, she needs to come. She needs to go back to Disney. (laughs) Honestly. Bring Raya. She looks so good. And... I just remember losing my mind going, this is it. This is what I want it to be. This Mm -hmm. is the definition of what they would want to see her. You know what I mean? In, in, in live action human form, you know? Yes. Oh my goodness. (sighs) Okay. Now if Raya was a meet and greet, this is just a follow-up question. Uh Would you want Tuck Tuck and would you want him fully grown or as a baby? Ooh, (laughs) that's a hard one because I know we wanted Maui or he was supposed to be meeting with Moana but it just never became a thing right um at Disneyland they have like the blow-up doll of Maui and the magic happens parade which is fine yes he's <laughs> huge it's, like, it's terrifying he's, he's huge and his arm movements are very funny yes it's very like what is happening here are you okay sir <laughs> um, limited range of motion very limited <laughs> I would say hmm I would say I would because I remember bringing to Moana. Oh, what's her pig's name? I totally am blanking. Right Pua. Now. Pua. I would bring the Pua and like we would take pictures and it was cute. Um, so I could imagine if it was like, how about a puppeteered baby Tuk Tuk? How about that? Oh, oh, that'd be so cute. Like a small little. That we can move. But honestly, I think I would like the big tuk-tuk. That'd be so fun to hug. It'd be like Baymax pretty much. Yes. I think it would be great if they could. I think we talked about this with your sister too, Monica. Mm-hmm. If we made a parade float of giant tuk-tuk and she's riding on it like it is in the Stop. movie. Oh. He's the float? Oh my He's the God. Float. Disney. Uh, I don't know. We need How to- they do it. Oh, it's like BB-8 on steroids. Like. Yes, yeah, we need to update Festival Fantasy right now. <laughs> yes, come on, and like you don't really need anything before or after. Just poof, pop her in. Pop her in. Hon- <laughs> Honestly, like with everything being shut down, they might as well make updates to these shows and parades. They might as well. I know, right? Absolutely. Uh, okay, my next question mm-hmm. is, hmm, okay. So you work in entertainment, you do scare acting. Let's let's mix it up a bit. Mm-hmm. And the for your scare acting role, which character, which Disney character would you want to be your coworker during Halloween Horror Nights? <gasps> oh, that sounds like fun. Yes. <laughs> I you gotta think you you want you necessarily could pick a scary one, but then you also want to get along with that person too. Yeah. You know, because you're breaking together and helping each other out. And <laughs> you know, I think okay, so I have a few in my brain. Ooh, okay. I have the genie. It would be so much fun to work with. Oh, I feel that'd like be good. I feel like because he could transform into so many different things, mm-hmm. and he seems like a good person to talk to. So we'll we'll go with the genie as one of them. Who awesome. else would I love to work with? Um, da 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 da. Ooh, you know what? I feel like I'd love to see Ariel pretend to be scary. 
Oh, I think that would be good too. Like if she was kind of like, um, I've seen really cool mashups of Ariel and It. Really? I know what you're talking about. Yes, I definitely know what you're talking about. And it just goes so well together. It's like, (laughs) ooh, I'm digging this. Instead of the sewer, she's like, was in a bathtub. I think somebody cosplayed it or they made a pin of it. Um, But she was like in a bathtub. So her fin was coming out, but she had the clown top on with the makeup and her red hair. I'm like, this is just too perfect. This is this just works. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> okay, and Ariel, and do you have another one? Um, I'm trying to think. Let's see. I work at Frozen, so I'm trying to think if there's any. Oh, Ooh. maybe. Maybe. Olaf is Olaf is too too cute. Too, mm-hmm. Maybe you know I I have seen Kristoff a lot. I would not mind working with Kristoff all day ah. long. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay. I actually have one for your role and you tell me if you want to take this character or not. Okay. But this person, this Disney character is already very creepy and is known for just existing and people screaming at her. But I think she would be a very fun coworker. But Yzma. Yes. <laughs> Hold the lever. <lava. laughs> yes. She just comes in or like in the beginning of the movie, she's like, how is she not falling apart? And they zoom in on her face and she's got like the wrinkle. And she's terrifying. I love it. She's terrifying, but like very funny and silly and stuff. I think that would be a really fun coworker at Halloween Horror. Oh, night. yes. 100%. Very lively. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have the most amazing questions. I love these. Oh, thank you. I'm definitely not gonna do like what's your favorite Disney ride? Like yeah, yeah. that's boring. Mm-hmm. That's obvious. No, no, no. I'm like, let me make you think. I love this. Okay. I'm trying to pick a really good one for you because you're you're having a lot of fun with this. Oh, okay. I got one. I got one. Mm-hmm. All right, this will be my last question. But if you could have any Disney parade float as your way of transportation of getting around to your everyday life. Which parade float would you want? And it could be from any park at any, whether you visited it or, or not. Oh my God. I have a few in my brain that I can't decide and they're all. Okay. So, you know, the Christmas parade at Magic Kingdom. Yes. You know how at the end, the prince in the middle of the parade, there's the princesses that the main it's in Magic Kingdom right now. The princesses are riding on it. Yes. The the crystal, the yes. crystal float that's literally been around for God knows how long. Years. Mm-hmm. Yes. How is it still holding together? I don't know. Honestly, but it is there. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It's very much alive. I would live to just use that to go around everywhere. Oh. That and the tangled float in Festival of Fantasy. Yes. Oh, that's so fun. And just like, oh, cars getting in the way, just knock them over. Exactly. <laughs> just me swinging with Flynn, like back and forth, like, oh, ideal, ideal way to get around Florida, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Joel, thank you so much for answering all those obscure questions. (laughs) I I really appreciate it. Uh But now we'll get into your most magical moment and I'll let you take it away and share your magic. Oh, thank you. I, oh my gosh, I will never forget this, this moment in time. I was coming into work, uh, opening up a new offering at Animal Kingdom called the Mary Menagerie and we were 
bringing to life. And it was Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It was Christmas time. This was around early, mid-November. We were opening up this new offering and bringing to life these gorgeous puppets. And I was, I think I was just leaving one of the sets in the middle of the day. And they were like, hey, Joel, you're going to come join us in a little bit on your next break. And we're just going to take a couple of, it's going to be a photo shoot. And I was like, okay. Could you elaborate a little bit more on the Merry Menagerie for those that haven't been or seen it or know what Animal Kingdom is and stuff? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, of course. So the Animal Kingdom, as we all know, is this beautiful, beautiful park that has so many animals and, of course, has the Tree of Life. And in front of the Tree of Life, Merry Menagerie was basically a group of artisans, myself included, designed these puppets that look just like the animals that you would see around the park. And so you would see penguins, polar bears, baby polar bears. You'd see the seal. You'd see um, just a variety of different animals. We had birds and we all puppeteered all of them and guests would come up and take pictures with them. And it was just such a unique experience because it wasn't a meet and greet with certain characters. It was literally walking up and seeing these animals, but getting to touch them and getting to play with these puppets. And I got to do that. To be a part of this, did you have prior training in puppetry or did they teach you on the job or how did that all work out? Um, So for Disney, when you're a part of such a big department, sometimes they kind of like seek out who has the experience and just kind of pull people along. Um, I was Mm -hmm. lucky enough that I had done a couple of other puppets throughout the parks and so like I got the chance to perform in shows like Festival of the Lion King and some other shows at Epcot and so they had already known that I puppeteered a little bit and so when this offering came along they were like hey come join us and so the puppets are very very fun we have two baby penguins that you would push on a little on a little rod and so like they would just bop their heads back up and down as they would run to yeah. guests um and they're so cute they're like boop, 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 yeah boop, boop, boop. like <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. they're so adorable <laughs> we have bit really big tall polar bear puppets where two people would be needed to help bring them to life um we had beautiful birds that would extend like with really long rods and so they would fly up in the air um oh. Yeah, so we just kind of roamed around the front of Animal Kingdom. There was a yes. little baby seal. Yes. So cute. Yeah. They, and this art style, like, we're going to have pictures on my website, but the art style of these animals and your costumes as well to match them were so beautiful with whites and very, like, mm-hmm. artistic choices and stuff. The style of them were so beautiful mm-hmm. and they were just absolutely amazing. Like, um, how heavy were, did you do all of the characters? Um, being like, there's like, I see a reindeer, a mama mm-hmm. and a baby polar bear, a little fox. I was lucky enough to be trained um, on a few of them. So most of us very, I think, I don't think anyone ever got to do everything. I think all of us had like okay. our certain sub characters that we would do. So for me, it was like the baby reindeer. I did... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so baby reindeer, baby seal, baby penguins. I all did the babies. <laughs> all the babies, the uh, the birds. And then, yeah, I think it was just those four or five puppets. And I lived my best life. That was, I remember my last day of doing it was, I think, 
New Year's Eve. And I just remember being very emotional, being like, this is my last time with these penguins. Oh, my goodness. And how guest interactions and stuff like because you have a lot of control over them. And um, do you want to tell us like not necessarily like the penguins or, you know, they just kind of pop up and down, uh-huh. but you know, the baby, um, the baby polar bear, like what are you controlling? Yeah. If you want to share that, of I'd course. be really fascinated. Yeah, no, of course. So the baby polar bear was cute. Like it, once you kind of got up close to it, you can kind of see what would happen. So for the baby mm-hmm. polar bear, you'd carry it with your right hand, the body, and then the left hand would carry the head. And so like your, let's see, your thumb would control the eyes blinking and your oh. index and middle finger would usually control like the blinking. Mm-hmm. Oh my and then and the, the mouth opened and closed too correct the mouth would be the mouth would be let's see let's see oh wait, yeah sorry the thumb was the blinking and the index finger was the mouth that's what it was gotcha. yes 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 gotcha. and that's how it was for most of them too for the reindeer it's yes, I'm, the mechanism I'm looking on YouTube now and it's literally a picture of you a video of you oh <laughs> I love that I'm like, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh my gosh! And the, are these things heavy? Like, how how heavy are they? Do you have to, you know, train lift weights a little bit before? Or? I I will how say the work? baby polar bear was the heaviest one. Um, I I g- genuinely enjoyed the rain the baby reindeer. Um, he was a little bit less heavier. The baby seal, of course, was the lightest, and then the penguins. You just kind of pushed them around, so that wasn't too mm-hmm. much. It was really the baby polar bear that required a little bit of extra energy and zest in your step you know (laughs) yes oh my goodness opening day I got the chance they pulled me aside and we walked over to a small little a little bridge area uh not too far like next to Africa and I'm standing there and I see a bunch of cameras and I'm like what am I doing here like what is happening I'm holding on to one of the puppets and I see a few minutes after I asked and I said, what's happening? They're like, oh, this is filming for the Christmas Day Parade. And I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, we're going to record something really quickly. And I was like, okay. So we're recording, we're recording. Um, I'm just vibing. And then all of a sudden, you know, Baby Spice comes around the corner from the Spice Girls. And oh. then what's his name? The teacher from Glee. Uh, yes Matthew Morrison Matthew Morrison yes thank you they were the hosts for the Christmas Day Parade that year and so they came out of nowhere and then they basically introduced introduced um Grace Vanderwall who was singing next um so we're filming that and I just remember leaving going I'm gonna be on the Christmas Day Parade yeah and how many of the puppeteers were there um typically um so for the other videotaping sessions that they had for like different footage I was never used what's funny was when I ended up on television it was me and one other person and I honestly think it was at the drop of a hat that they asked me it was like it was not like I was special or anything it was pretty much like you're about to go on break. Come join us. It was almost like an accident almost. And it was amazing accident. An amazing accident. And this has happened to me multiple times where at Disney, usually at Disney, where I wouldn't be the first choice, but the door would open and I'd be in the right room at the right time and the door would mm. open. And that's just how I think things are. It's sometimes, and that's kind of like why I feel so humbled when I'm given these opportunities because you never know 
what's going to happen or what's, you know, if you were the first person to be called or the next person to be called. So for that, I was like, I was just very grateful and lucky to be in the right place at the right time. But yeah, it was two of us. And not to mention on, I think it was New Year's Eve, I was working. And I remember I was recognized only one time from the guest, one time. One, but still, that's so special. It, it was. And she looked at me and was like, you were on TV. And I was like, I was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're like, oh. autographs. Autograph. Please have your autograph books ready. Correct. Get your photo pass cards out. Yes, exactly. I'll be here. <laughs> the meet and greet line starts right over here. It was, yeah. um, she was like, it was you and that one girl. And then she was right next to me. And I was like, yeah, we were together. She was like, amazing. I was like, oh, my, thank you. But yeah, that was... Yeah. Such a Christmas, such a beautiful Christmas. <laughs> but this is the the real magic happened to me was I was off on Christmas Day, and I remember waiting, watching the Christmas Day parade on television, going, "I want to see myself on TV. I want to see this. I want to yeah. see this whole thing happen." And so I waited. I watched the whole thing, and I was with my family. And I didn't realize, so I was, I ended up being on television for like a solid, maybe minute long. And I was like, that's me. (laughs) That's me on TV. And so I'm puppeteering and my heart's bursting and I'm crying going like I, a dream that I've had. I'm not getting choked up about it right now. I'm not about to do that. (laughs) But, (laughs) But, um, a dream I had growing up for years, this was like, for so many years I was like I just want to be a part of the Christmas Day Parade in any capacity and so seeing myself on TV being a part of the Christmas Day Parade was the most incredible feeling I sobbed my family screamed and throughout that day throughout Christmas Day I just I got Christmas texts but I remember getting like a couple dozen people being like were you just on my television Oh my goodness. And did they, these people that texted you, did they know ahead of time that you might possibly be on it? Or was it just a complete surprise to everybody? I, that you? I literally told nobody. I, I told absolutely nobody. I was like, if, because you never know with filming things, if you're a part of them or if it's cut out or anything. I just remember mm-hmm. going, if it shows, it shows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But people were freaking out, just like I was. They were like, "You were on my TV." I. They were like, "That was you, yeah." And I was like, "Yes, that was me." Oh my goodness, yeah. that is so magical! And then on Christmas, literally Christmas yes. magic. But like, not only were you working for Disney, which is already so magical, yeah. you were part of the parade. Again, so magical mm-hmm. or of the parade, the part of the parade showing, yeah. doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, because. How early enough do they record the Christmas parade? Because it's quite early. It's quite early, yes. It's it's honestly throughout November usually. Yeah. November or like early December, if anything, is usually when and, they film the stuff that's happening. And how would the guests interact with them? Like, any? Do you have any funny stories or? Oh, I'm I'm literally watching like the cutest video of this little girl like petting it and just the way you're moving it is so freaking cute like oh my gosh I'm obsessed oh my god I I there's a wide variety of moments I'm trying to think of once there is one that really stuck out to me I think it's because it was so close to the end of the event that I kind of just never forgot about it because it was one of the last big experiences I had but I had brought the baby penguin up to this little girl in a wheelchair and 
she I don't think was able to speak but she had the cutest little reaction it was for me I was like oh she's a cute little girl don't know what she's gone through don't know who she is but I brought the I lifted up the baby penguin up to her and I think we had like maybe a 20 second interaction and then I look around behind her and behind me is her whole family crying and I was like oh my god I'm gonna cry I don't know why they're crying I don't know what's happening but she just was petting the little baby penguin and I was it was the end of my set and so I left my set and I just cried for like two minutes I was like what just happened I'm getting emotional like hearing about that like that is so cute oh my goodness and it's it's so beautiful like these simple little puppets that are so beautiful mm-hmm. how much impact they can make mm-hmm. on a guest like I I almost got upset when I didn't see them out around Christmas time in 2019 mm-hmm. I was like wait a minute where where are the cute animals <laughs> where'd they go and where'd they go I wish they could be around all year round right. but it, I understand why they're a well because of COVID and then B because um, hopefully by this time when right. the podcast airs that they'll be back and you'll be back. What a there. dream that would be. <laughs> oh, they're they're so cute and I'm obsessed with the art style. I wanted to get the popcorn bucket with the design on them and I loved that mural heading towards Pandora uh-huh. with them on it. It is amazing. Uh-huh. But any last minute stories you'd want to share before we close out the episode? Honestly. I'm just so grateful I got to talk to you. This has been so much fun. I'm trying to think of any other fun stories. You know, Disney has opened up so many doors for my sister and I, and I'm just so intensely grateful. Um, Hopefully soon I'll get the chance to go back and bring to life other puppets maybe. And hopefully that'll happen again. So I'm just so grateful I got to spend time with you. This was so much fun. This is this has been so much fun, and we'll definitely get you back for a Halloween Horror Nights episode. So probably by the time this one airs, that will be already aired. Uh-huh. So I hope you guys hear that. And um, where can people find you if they wanted to follow you oh, in your adventures? Yeah, I I do have Instagram. I do, my Instagram is Joel Justin J R. So it's J O E L then Justin and then J R. Um, that is my main Instagram. I think. I, so I have a bunch of video vlogs that I filmed, honestly, over the years that I have always procrastinated on posting. But I think my goal over the next few weeks is to slowly start posting them and just to continue vlogging, not even to like build a following, just to like have fun because I love having the memories and I'd love to edit them and share them um, and just have them. So look out for that someday. <laughs> Heck yes, absolutely. And all of Joel's links will be in the show notes. You guys can follow Mm -hmm. them. But Joel, thank you so much for coming on. It truly means the world to me and sharing your magic. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun just getting to reminisce and remember some really good memories. So thank you so much for having me.